welcome to the latest edition of the $5 million project. So happy new year to all of you. Um, hopefully most of you have had some rest. I know I have. Um, I have also obviously been toiling away, uh, trying to keep the project that is Roy AI moving forward. And we've been fortunate enough that most of our development team have actually worked through the majority of Christmas. So we've been able to make quite a bit of progress. So today I'm gonna to talk to you about two key points. Uh, one of them is some significant lessons I learned just before Christmas um, in a partnership event with Jobana. Um, there was a pretty significant hiccup as part of that uh, that I had to overcome. So I'm going to talk to you about how I overcame that and, uh, and some of the lessons learned from that. Um, the other point, obviously, to talk about is the progress to date where we're up to with Roy AI. Um, so let's talk about that piece first. Um, now, clearly, well, I say clearly, well, clearly to me, um, we are not currently live with our test clients and we thought we would be the last time I uh, did a video. Um, we are, however, in deep discussion with the two test clients and we've made a significant amount of progress in terms of understanding their business, um, but Roy is not quite ready. The things that are holding us up are now really, really tiny things, but significant. The, as an example, if we were to go live with them now, we would be in a situation where a candidate may be sent an email and they may wish to unsubscribe. However, when they went to unsubscribe, the process wouldn't work. The, the actual action, the unsubscribe action would not have any relationship with JobAdder um, and it wouldn't be recorded properly, which is obviously a big risk if that candidate is then sent another communication when they don't actually want to receive anything. So that's just one example, but there's, there's plenty of those um, that we've bumped into as we've learned things where we're like, okay, we really need to get that fixed before we push live. So I'll tell you exactly where we're at or where we think we're at in a moment. Um, but one of the, the main positives of all this that's come out of it is the relationship with the two recruitment agencies that we're testing with, um, it seems to be improving day by day. Having a lot more discussions with them around specifically how they utilize JobAdder um, and how they envisage the automations working for them. So I've got a really clear understanding in my mind and I've documented this understanding of exactly the problems we're trying to solve, how we're going to solve them for those specific agencies. Now I know I've always said that Roy AI is gonna be an off the shelf solution you can plug and play. It very much is. However, every recruitment agency, even though they're using the same platform, JobAdder, they do things differently which means the settings behind Roy AI, even though the automations are the same, the settings have to be changed and adjusted in order to work in the way that person wants to. So they've been really, really strong conversations. I, you know, I feel we're close. We could give these two access. I just don't want to go too quickly because if they get in there, they have a bad experience, something doesn't quite go right. These people also have to continue selling to the other stakeholders in the business. We don't want to, uh, sort of get in there and everything fall apart and lose faith and lose trust. One big learn for me out, out of all of this is our development process is so good now. Um, if I compare it to where we were in August and September, it's like dealing with uh, working in a different company. We've got really, really clear visibility of when meetings are happening, how the meetings are happening, who's responsible for what, how feedback needs to be communicated, how input needs to be communicated. So much so that I know I've already run a session before around meetings and that side of things, but what I'm going to do is we're going to do another video shortly on how to manage development teams. Now, I'm not 
the guy doing the day-to-day -day management, but how to, as a stakeholder, how to interact with the development teams and the processes and the things you need to think of. I think for me, I want to document this because it's been a real learning curve um, getting my head around that, but I, I feel I've mastered it now. Well, not mastered it, but I've got a firm appreciation of how it works. So that's an episode that's coming up. To answer the, the point I meant, raised earlier in terms of where we're at, we think we're somewhere between four and six weeks before these two test clients are in. But the good news is once they're in, we test, we mess around, get a few things right, we're probably only another four weeks behind for the product actually being ready to sell because the majority of things are actually being put in there. It's just getting them all working together. So what's going to happen is that our, our testing client data and our go-live client data are going to be a lot closer than they were before, um, which will be absolutely fine just because most of the platform is actually built. It's just that testing period that we need to go through. Okay, so that's platform update. Now what I'd like to talk about is what happened to me just before Christmas, and it was a, not the sort of Christmas present I wanted to be honest with you, but we, uh, we had an event um, planned with JobAdda in New Zealand. It was a partnership, so we were paying 50-50. Obviously, we got access to their clients. We got to bring along some of the people that we know to the event as well. It wasn't a big deal, you know, 30 to 40 people, maybe a few more than that were, were uh, scheduled to come along. Um, and I spent a good week or so planning a presentation. I say a week or so, I don't tend to spend too long and I tend to do it fairly last minute, but I was definitely thinking about it for a week in time. And I couldn't do a live demo because the event was really an end of year, you know, drinks, catch up, meet up, that side of things. It was not one of those scenarios where I was going to present for an hour. I had sort of 10 to 15 minutes to give people a real good feel for what we were all about and what we were doing. So not a live demo, but getting the um, automations and the things I needed into some sort of order so I could show it working and have it up on the screen and really walk people through and introduce people to something that would be fairly alien to them. Most recruiters don't have a great deal of involvement with automation, automation platforms. So this is quite a new subject area, um, which is why I felt I needed to show. The, the challenge, the hiccup was on the day, I, um, I phoned the job adder. Uh, person and said, hey, uh, just checking, you got a TV? And he said, oh yeah, I think so, um, I'll just phone and check. Um, he couldn't get through to the, um, the venue for various reasons, so we, we ended up getting to the venue, said, hey, have we got this TV? No. So there was no TV, bit of running around, seeing if we could find one, get one organized, not gonna happen, just not available. Um, by this point, you know, we've got there a little bit early, but people are starting to turn up early, they're, they're having drinks, we're starting to have conversations. Um, so in my mind, there's a little uh, you know, panic switch going, flicking, and I'm thinking, how the heck am I going to show people uh, something they have no idea about? Um, and they do say some of the best presentations are done without slides and without things up there. And I definitely agree with that. However, if you need to show something to someone in order for them to actually recognise and realise what it is, it's a little bit of a different story. Can you imagine, for example, and I hate to compare myself to this, but the iPhone launching the first iPhone without a picture or the actual device in their hand, people wouldn't, it would all be a bit alien. You need to show them something. Um, now automation, as I say, is not like an iPhone, but it is pretty alien to people. So a little bit, little bit panicked, um, but you know, had to continue chatting to people. I wasn't going right at the beginning. We were just gradually uh, getting everyone settled in. Then I was gonna, gonna do a bit of a talk. Um, what I distinctly remember is about five minutes before the presentation, I took myself off to the bathroom and then after that, stood outside and just 
took a couple of minutes just to think, catch my breath, and not plan, but sort of steady myself for how I was going to do this. And I, the, the one key thing and the key lesson for me is I realised that I really knew my subject area inside out and I probably knew it better than everyone that was in attendance. So I had that in my favour. Um, it wasn't that I was going to talk about something alien or something I wasn't overly familiar with. I knew it. I knew it really, really well. So with that in mind, I, I thought, all right, I'll just get on with it. So in front of this audience and, you know, about 40 people, pretty tightly packed. They're only a metre or so away, all, all around. Some people I know, some people I don't know. Um, I, I get up, explain the TV scenario and, and get straight into it. The, my plan of attack was to talk to their pain points. So what I did was I spoke through some scenarios. Okay, you've got a database where your recruiters aren't getting hold of everyone on the database. You don't know if those people are accurate. You don't know if their details are up to date. They probably aren't. What we do solves that problem. I then speak to another problem that they have. What we do solves that problem. Another problem solves that problem. And because I didn't have a screen, it actually made it a little bit more interactive because I was able to pick on someone in the audience and say, okay, so how, do, how does that work in your organization? What do you do in this scenario? And what, as I was getting that feedback, I was able to tweak what I was talking about to, um, to their pain point effectively and, and address that. It was like that piece worked really, really well. It was definitely tricky because you know the screen would have showed how nice the platform looked, how easy it was to use, all the stuff that you know I think would have really been the cream on the top. Um, but alas, I didn't have that. Um, the, the, the feedback afterwards and the conversations I had were, were really, really positive and hopefully people weren't just being kind, but um, there, there was generally a, an excitement in the room, a buzz, people were engaged around it, people were saying, hey, why don't you come and see us, let's have a, let's have a catch up. I had one gentleman that I, I know fairly well invite me into his business to talk to a chap that he actually has looking at his automations already, which for me is a huge opportunity because I can obviously lend them some expertise, but they'll be able to tell me more about how they use it and, and things I can look for in there. So, you know, it was, it was a really hard thing to deal with, but the actual presentation itself was quite easy. I think it was quite effective. Would I do something like that again without a screen? Probably not, but I definitely would have changed. My learning from that would be to change my presentation to leave it more open and just have a few slides on the screen um, that really show the product, maybe show a couple of things that people really you know, won't understand, um, but then really talk a lot more with the audience. So all up, uh, a pretty successful presentation. We've definitely had some positive feedback. We've had some inquiries come through for, from it as well. So it was worthwhile, and I think for us, it's one of those where we go, right, that's the first one done. It can only get better from here, and it can only get bigger. We're going to be speaking to far bigger audiences as we move forward. And we've already started lining up some webinars and, and that side of things um, in other places where we obviously can't do impersonal things. Um, so, you know, big learn, big thing to have gone through. Glad it's done. Um, product's moving nicely. Everything feels like it's in a really, really good place. I'm really positive. Um, and I'll be back fairly shortly to do another episode where I would talk more about the software development process from a layman's perspective and some of the things you can do to, to help things move uh, a little bit smoother. Um, I hope everyone has a really good start to the year. Thank you. Thank you.